Last week on the podcast, we discussed what phonemic awareness is and why it's important. If you haven't, make sure you check out that episode, then come back because then this will make so much more sense. Are you still with me? Okay, here we go. Do your students have difficulty blending sounds into words? We know that a lot of students struggle with phonemic awareness, but what are we going to do about it? This week on the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, we're going to talk about blending sounds to form words and how this skill impacts reading in a really big way. Jessica Curtis of Teaching Struggling Learners. I'm a boy mom and a veteran teacher. You're listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, where we talk all about helping students succeed academically, socially, and behaviorally. Thank you so much for tuning in. About two years ago, I was sitting in a meeting talking to a kindergarten teacher and she is, I mean, she was absolutely a fabulous kindergarten teacher and I'm certain she is now, even though I don't work with her anymore. But uh, she was, she had several students who these kiddos, they knew their letter sounds, but they just for the life of them could not get over that hump of saying the letter sounds to blending the sounds into forming words. And this was after months of her just absolutely working her tail off to try and get these kids to be able to do this. And we're talking simple CVC words. We're not talking about, you know, major blending of, you know, a whole bunch of different sounds, just CVC words, short A words. And she was so frustrated she had tried every trick in the book. It had worked on, you know, all her students in the past. And for some reason, it just wasn't working for this small group of kiddos. Well, we did a diagnostic. Yeah, it was phonemic awareness. It was blending. That was the missing skill. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I know blending phonemes or sounds, it, it sounds like a, a baby skill, right? All, all of phonemic awareness just sounds like baby skills. So quick reminder, phonemes are just the individual sounds in the word. So if you have the word cat, k, at, each of those, the k, the at, and the t, that's a phoneme, that's a sound. And all the words that we say are made up of various numbers of phonemes and they're all mixed together and that's how we speak and that's, you know, how we communicate. And it sounds really easy blending the sounds together. When we talk about blending phonemes, it just means can a student take the individual sounds and mush them together, blend them together to make a word? So can a student take the sounds d, a, and g and put them together and say dog. And yeah, again, it sounds easy. It sounds like something that pre preschoolers do, right? But some students just either they don't have the exposure in preschool, they don't go at all to preschool, or they just don't pick up on that skill without really explicit instruction. And again, 
If they don't have that, it makes it very, very difficult to start blending those CVC sounds together. Now, part of this is this is linked very, very closely with segmenting or breaking apart the phonemes. And we're going to talk about that next week. But I'm going to focus just on blending the sounds together this week. So I get asked this a lot. Is teaching this skill really going to help my kids? Is it worth my time? Yeah, I really do think it is. Blending phonemes, I just said it, but it links directly with being able to blend the sounds in words when reading. A lot of times we get hung up on the phonics part, the, the connection between the letter on the paper and the sound that we make. And a lot of times it's not that connection that, that is the real struggle. It's the being able to take the sounds and even though when they're separated and blend them together. Now, part of it could also be some students just take a long time or a longer time processing the visual letter into its sounds. Dyslexic students are, are one of those uh, group of kids that, that struggle with that. And so teaching this skill, taking away the letter piece of it and just working on the phonemes or the sounds, it helps to make that processing a little bit easier and a little bit faster. Also, just like all the other phonemic awareness skills, it builds into later skills such as being able to add prefixes and suffixes to words. All of this, this phonemic awareness piece, is just the foundation to being able to read later on. So, okay, I get it. I need to teach blending phonemes, but what in the world am I supposed to do? How do you teach blending phonemes? Especially if you're a fifth grade teacher and you're looking at this going, Jessica, I do not have time in my day to stop and teach my students how to blend phonemes. All right, so... One easy way to teach blending sounds is to use the joints in your arms. So you got your shoulder, you have your elbow and your wrist. You can use, you know, fingers if you're doing more than, you know, the three sounds. And so let's say that you are going to give the students, I don't know, whatever word, a hat. And so you would go, huh, ah, t. You start at your shoulder, say huh. You jump your hand to your elbow, ah. Jump your hand to your wrist. T, h, a, t. And then you slowly model saying the sounds more quickly and begin to smoothly swipe down your arm instead of jumping when you say the sounds individually, when you start to blend them, when the h starts going into the a, right? You, you model a nice smooth transition. That helps with the visualization and making it a little bit more concrete. Another easy way to have the students it, it practice this skill is to say the sounds more and more quickly and to practice saying it more slowly. So bring, uh, elongating the sounds out or shortening them. Just practicing with uh, and manipulating, changing the way that we say the sounds in the word. That is, it's so helpful for the students to teach them that they can change the way the, the word sounds 
based on how quickly or how slowly they say the individual sounds in the word. For students who are weak in the skill, practice it daily for only three or four minutes at the most. This can get super frustrating, especially with, you know, our older students who, again, they're going to look at this and go, this is a baby skill. I get that. But if you practice it for just a few minutes every single day and try to make it fun, make a game out of it, have the students uh, count how many sounds are in the word and who can blend them quickly, who can guess the secret word, those kinds of things, make it a little bit more fun. And it also, the more fun it is, the more quickly they're going to pick up on the skill, which, you know, is super helpful. Uh, another thing that I used to do in the classroom was I used downtime and transitions to practice the skill throughout the day. So if I wanted the students to bring out a book or a pencil or something, I would say the individual phonemes in the word, b, uh, k, and have them, you know, figure it out so that they could then pull out the right supplies. It was just kind of uh, kind of like a secret code uh, is the way that I kind of described it to the students. But that way, the students that were strong in the skill, they knew exactly what we were doing. The students that weren't as strong, it gave them some time and some practice with the skill throughout the day. Again, the more that the students practice it, the quicker that they're going to master it. So you all know, I am all about my progress monitoring. How in the world are we supposed to progress monitor this? Again, it's a baby skill. How do we progress monitor this? Come on. Obviously, the first thing you're going to want to do is make charts to track how many words students can blend. So what you're going to do is you're going to make a list and you can, you can Google lists of words with a certain number of sounds in them. And you're going to want to focus on a certain number of sounds in a word to track. You're not going to want to, to do words that have two sounds versus and then the next thing is five sounds or something like that. You want to try and do just if they're really struggling with it, start with two sounds. Can they say the words when you just give them the two sounds and tracking how well they do with that and then build you know, the more sounds in the word, the more the more difficult that skill is going to be for them. Uh, if you're not interested in doing that Googling and making the charts, I am working on uh, getting a bundle put together of progress monitoring for all the phonemic awareness skills, but I have already uploaded the phonemic awareness skill for blending sounds or phonemes together. I will link it in the show notes for you. You can also check it out on my website. Um, but again, it's just trying to make life a little bit easier, especially for these skills that they really shouldn't take that long. And yeah, you're right. They really should already have these skills, but that's what progress monitoring in RTI is all about. The more that we drill down into the most basic skill deficits, the more quickly we can get real, legitimate, amazing progress for our students. So I hope that you tune in next week. We're going to talk about segmenting sounds and how that helps with those higher level skills, the more advanced skills. And I'm going to talk to you again about how to teach that skill quickly, easily. 
I will see you then. But until then, I hope that your coffee is strong, your students are advancing well, and that your headache is non-existent. Bye.